0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Well, here we are again to give your ears a little treat with episode seven of the Three Northern Makers. Good Kral, Andy and Pierre.
1: Good Kral Hey, (laughs) you like my Swedish... Yeah, you're learning one <laughs> one new word every every week.
0: Well, you know, I've been practicing all day with That's... good kvarl. Yeah. Did I say okay. that right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So anyway, good evening. How are you doing, guys?
3: I'm doing much better than last week. My voice is almost back to normal. I still have some cough that I have to hide every now and then.
1: But, You're uh, not
0: being booked for any movie trailers, MP.
1: No, unfortunately not. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I'm. That was that was a very was a very good voice last last week with the trailer music as well that we <laughs> that <laughs> we that we had. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> very good.
3: And you, I, I was, up- I was doing the edit, and I was tempted to go a bit more overboard, like record something entirely new and just
1: put that in, but. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. we could have done that. Next time I have this uh sore throat, I'll do it.
1: <laughs> so what about you, Andy? I'm good as well. I'm uh way less tired than normal in the evenings. I think uh maybe it was because of the exciting evening that we had yesterday. Uh maybe for the ones for the ones who who are listening but weren't aware. Uh yesterday we had uh Premiere for us. Uh, we had uh, a, our first live session online on on Twitch. Actually, none of us has really used Twitch before, but uh, we thought we we're gonna do uh, a, a live session for our charity project, and we actually did a, a two-hour session in Fusion 360 where we uh, were drawing one of our chair ideas, and uh, that was a lot of fun, right?
3: yeah it was good. yeah it was really fun and uh, uh, it was uh, a good learning experience doing it together like that
1: yeah definitely. and I hope also that the ones who were who who were watching also learned something about fusion because we had quite some people asking us about fusion beforehand on how do they get started uh, yeah what's the easiest way in and I think or at least I hope we we could give something to the 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 listeners as well Mm -hmm. and for for the ones who still want to watch it actually we are having it online on our youtube channel when you're listening to this to this episode so go to youtube and uh, check out the free northern makers or check uh, our instagram profile we have all the links there as well and there we will have the whole two hours recording where you can follow us and get a bit of an uh, a kickstart into fusion 360 as well
0: it was nice that we at the end of the session we actually had a chair that you could sit on
1: <laughs> yeah definitely i mean that was that was cool uh, we actually had a a dummy sitting in it so it the, the proportions seemed to be seemed to be all right we just we don't know if it actually holds if some like uh, real person sits <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I, I would like to give a, a big shout out to uh, Jonas from uh, Tikami Studio. He was the one producing our live stream uh, and also producing the, the video that we, gonna, that we upload on, on YouTube. That was super nice from him. That helped us a lot since we, the three of us, we are not really uh, familiar with, with live streaming. We have never, never done that before. And that was, that was great help for us. So yeah. thank you. Thank you, Jonas, for that yeah
3: thanks
0: yeah thank you jonas i felt a bit guilty when he said uh i was putting the children to bed but i was still listening to the live stream and making sure that everything was okay i felt a bit guilty when he said that
1: (laughs) maybe he used the live stream to make the kids tired that's also yes well it
0: made us tired so yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah with that said also like again a big thank you to Colexica who is who is sponsoring that project where we where we build the chair uh, in the in the three locations where we are, and uh, sponsoring us with the wood and as well with the the shipment be, between the three of us. And I think the next thing that goes a bit into the 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 same uh, area, uh, we <laughs> I think a lot, it was last week where we decided we want to take the whole thing to a next step because what we what we did. Last Tuesday, when we did the recording of the previous episode, we had an after show, our first after show, where we invited some of our listeners. And we had a great evening uh, that day and uh, a lot of fun, like meeting, meeting people that are in the exact same situation that, that we are, uh, like wood lovers or, or people who, who love to do woodworking uh, on the side, but still have, uh, have their daily nine to five job. And uh, meeting them, interacting with our, our listeners, that was super fun. And that actually, that idea <laughs> turned turned into, or, or this this evening turned into something even bigger. Uh, and we decided that it would be nice to interact with even more listeners, or or not just listeners, like uh, like woodworkers and makers in in channel online. And we decided that we're gonna we're gonna set up a community on uh, Discord. Uh, it's an online portal where uh, we have we have hosted our our own uh, community with with different channels where everyone can join basically and uh, have have great discussions, get help from the people in there, but also help others with with their own experience uh, share their thoughts, share products they like uh, share techniques they like and and just having a great time uh, and I think we uh or at least i'm already blown away by not just the amount of people but also the great content we had we had so many good conversations and i learned all, already on like how i can build my my lumber rack uh so that is that is super exciting i don't know how how about you guys now i was talking for a while <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe both you steve and pierre how how do you feel about that community
3: well, for me, uh, it's also been a really helpful, and it's 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 really fun meeting people that share the same interest. I guess because I have a lot of friends and f- family here that really don't care for what I do. They care about it, but they they're not interested in. I I can't talk about uh, splines on a on a box uh, with my friends because they don't know what that is. Uh, nor do they care so just finding people in this s- same position that's that's worth a lot really
0: yeah i, w- I was aware uh part of last week so i missed the sort of beginning beginning of the launch of the community but um since i've come back and joined and and took part in the discussions it is a very nice place to be i think it's a very safe place we're all very like-minded people who are not experts. We don't claim to be experts. We have expertise in using things, but we don't claim to be experts. We may have used, let's say, for example, Rubio Monaco before, and but other people are asking questions about that. But we can ask questions of other people who have d- tried something different in the woodworking field or making field, and they've been really forthcoming with uh, help and advice, which is what it's all about. and. um I think, yeah, we all are very similar in our outlook. A lot of a lot of people on there are married with small children, working, and this is a, a, a passionate hobby that they've got or a pastime that they're keen to develop and make things that are much better than they currently make, which is really nice.
1: Or is it midlife crisis? Since we're all <laughs> yes. the same in, age. In my
0: case, you know, the old age pensioner <laughs> section. I'm going to start one for retired people. Uh, all you youngsters, you know. Um, but no, it is really nice, and um, I have to say, I haven't quite worked out how to use uh, to join in some of the conversations and things yet. But I'm getting there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Discord is new for for most of us uh i i mean i heard of it but pierre i think you used it before in another setup right
3: yeah i've used it uh, i've joined a couple of groups especially one that you your obsession from 2 weeks ago the fusion channel he's got a discord really i joined that but i never read anything but i still joined the discord <laughs> but that <laughs> okay. might be a good resource to ask questions about fusion i guess
2: yeah yeah but it could only Uh, get better
3: yeah yeah and if if uh, you people listening want to join the discord there's a link in our instagram profile for now
1: exactly i'm not sure how to
3: promote discord any other way uh, but there's a link there at least
1: yeah because it's only on on invite basis so you cannot just join but with that link you basically you get an invite and and if that doesn't work for whatever reason just reach out to one of us and uh, we, we can provide you with a link and yeah we can build up a, a amazing maker community and I think the also the interesting part is that it's it's worldwide that we have already different nationalities and also from like different places in the world. That's also very exciting that it's not just not just in Europe or or even just only in northern Europe. I think that's that's the interesting part as well to see how, how yeah. people are doing it in in another part of the world.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like I said in no, our description, isn't it? We, you know, we, with we, we us three are from two different countries, uh, but it, the distance or experience doesn't stop us sharing ideas and thoughts and uh, make becoming better at what we do.
1: Exactly. Very true. Only, yeah. only the, the, the the metric and the imperial system is a problem when we talk. About each other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got Google Translate for these uh, difficult uh, international conversations, but other than that.
1: Or you, Steve, because you're... Yeah, well, you know, you my English is somewhat dodgy,
0: yeah, being <laughs> up north, you know. Um, but uh, how long has this been going now, the community? It's not that long, is it?
1: Is it a week yet? Not even, I think. Was it last, maybe, no, it was last Wednesday, or last, last Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. so it's not, not even a week old, and we have already a couple of people in, and as I said before, I think even more impressive, so many different conversations about yeah. different topics.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, it's really good.
1: Yeah. Exciting to see that, to see that grow.
2: Yeah. That that can only grow. Yeah,
0: that's right. So, um, what have you guys been up to this week then?
1: Pierre, you can, you can go. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I need to think first. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well i started working on the x-carve table cabinet thing uh i ordered 19 millimeter mdf for that project uh i ordered five sheets and when i was cutting it all uh, up i realized that i was a bit lazy when i was designing the table because i was short for time but I could easily go with a thinner MDF for many of the parts. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be really heavy. But uh, I have all of those pieces cut to size. uh, And the next step will be to start putting them together. just going to use pocket holes and glue. Very basic. And then I'm going to paint the cabinet. And I went on to this service online. I don't know if it's the same service you used, Andy, but... Uh, I could I could use the color from the existing workbench that I have right now and put that hex color in, and it would give me suggestions that would match that table. So I just I just I'm colorblind. I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't see colors, but I don't see them as clearly as other people. So I just clicked one color. I ordered that from uh, from the internet. Uh, got it today. So I'm going to paint it with that.
1: So you haven't, you haven't checked with someone else if it actually works, since you don't see them correct, so you have, you have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Is it supposed to be an exact match, or is it a complementary
3: color? Like a co- complementary color.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. It's not tangerine or something, is it?
3: <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. No, I think it's a, it might be green, but it might also be blue. Okay. Mm. Somewhere in between
1: yellow where where did he order it <laughs> because that sounds very really interesting because i've never seen a place where i can order like the the color that i want online uh, i'm not sure what it was
3: called but i had to convert the hex color to to something else ncs uh, I guess. yeah ncs yeah uh but i just googled and I found a website i i can't remember what it was called but i can i can look it up and share it in the in the show notes Cool. uh for anyone in Sweden wanting to buy that is also a bit lazy because i i could just go to the paint store and give them that the the color but that's that's just lazy or efficient uh, yeah yeah uh what else i did a quick trolley for the planar thicknesser i used some scraps that i had lying around and the only sc- scrap piece i had at the time was a sheet of um Velcro mat black Velcro mat So, got a fancy bottom for this. It's a very posh thickness. trolley, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and since I didn't film anything that this week, I thought, why not make a, a like an Instagram reel? So I tried out the Instagram reel for the first time, and I edited that footage uh, just in iMovie on my phone. Right. That was uh, that was pretty easy, actually. Yeah.
1: By the way, if you want a very good uh editing tool for the phone and the iPad then you should look at uh <laughs>
0: LumaFusion
1: exactly uh LumaFusion LumaFusion Luma Fusion. yeah it's yeah. it's as good as uh Final Cut or Premiere Pro I would say of course not in the professional level but you can do exactly what you can do there with multiple tracks and uh yeah and a sticky timeline or however it's called it's It's super good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Do you guys uh, use that? Yeah.
3: Uh.
0: Yeah. I've got it on my iPad, Pierre, and it's a great thing. You can have, uh, they've just updated it now to LumaFusion 3. Hmm. And so I think you can have uh, up to sort of four tracks of uh, 4K footage and four tracks of audio. And uh, it's really, it's a very powerful tool to say it's on an iPad. And you can do it on your phone as well, and it's very powerful.
1: It, ru- it runs also on the Mac. If on your M1 Mac, it runs as well. So, it oh, cool. yeah, if you it, do that. Uh, do the desktop as well.
0: Yeah. But uh, the only, make, and it's only free, make yeah? is, no, no, no you've no, got to buy it.
1: But it's, it's not expensive. I think it's oh. 300 crowns maximum. It was 20, hour, pound, one, 20 pounds. Oh, then it's it, 190 so, or something. 20 like pounds, so, yeah. yeah.
0: And all the updates have been totally free, Pierre, and it's a really good, really good thing.
1: But one thing. That bugged me so much after I bought it. And I was like, yeah, so exciting. I, I can just quickly do SS, like reels, especially for that. I think I, I bought it to do quickly some reels. But the biggest bummer that really makes it almost not usable for me is that the maximum speed increase that you can do is six times the speed. And if I do reels where you have 30 seconds and I want to show like a super quick build, then you need like 20 times. The speed, yeah, and and not just six times the speed. So that was I was like, I was like really frustrated when I figured that out after I I, I got it
3: because they had some some kind of similar limitation in an iMovie
1: as well that was bothering me. I think there it's even only twice or something. yeah, twice, yeah, yeah. yeah. It might not have been sure improved why. with
0: three Luma no, Fusion three. No, okay.
1: I was also so excited, like oh yeah, three is out. They have done like so many changes. I hope they have increased that, but no. Oh, okay. But uh, not yeah, for twenty pounds. That,
0: it's a good, great yeah.
1: little thing. Cool. And there's no cool. monthly
0: subscription issue to one-off payment. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. But yeah. do you? Uh, is there a separate um, price for the the Mac version or no? You get all the you, versions. You, you,
0: there isn't. There isn't a Mac version. You use your iPad and you use what do they call a handoff thing to? So you you put launch it on your iPad if you've got your m1 mac you can see the LumaFusion on your ipad on your mac screen yeah oh cool
1: no it is and you, no on on the mac you install the app but it's it's the ipad app that you actually have to install on all the, right
0: okay I, I knew i thought it was no, an yeah. ipad
1: no you have okay. to like in the app store actually download the, okay. the m1 version for it but it is really but good yeah it's yeah. the same yeah. yeah uh so i
3: Probably won't be able to finish the cabinet before Sunday, so I guess no new video this week either.
1: Oh.
3: I'm really starting to feel comfortable not posting videos.
1: <laughs> How are I the numbers, watch your,
3: I'll watch 10 more of your videos this weekend and <laughs>
0: you <do? again>. boost <laughs> your numbers again.
1: That's good, because they are actually boosted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish it works the same on Instagram. Because I haven't posted in a while because of yeah. the, the remodeling of the workshop and the numbers are not going up when I don't post. Now, <laughs>
3: uh, I know Instagram is is a tough it's a tough audience out there. <clears throat> but I I slowly start I'm slowly starting to realize as well how hard I've been working yeah. uh, for the past two years because I actually counted the the amount of videos that I have done from January this year. And it was 37, and it's only week 33 right now. So I've been posting more than once a week. Um, yeah. And that's just, uh, I've been tired for quite some time now, and I need to get my energy levels back. So mm. slowing down might be good, and hopefully it will improve my videos as well. Mm. Yeah. Have you thought about
0: making like five videos working really hard and making five videos. So you're five ahead. So then you could just <clears throat> ease down and make one every other week or whatever.
3: Yeah. I, last summer I did that. I, I was way ahead. But then when, when I started working again, uh, I mm. fell, fell behind again. So yeah. um, it's really hard to maintain that um, because some projects are, are like it can be done in a week but some projects are more three-week projects. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to keep up, but it feels good yeah. not posting as videos.
0: A, yeah. As a viewer, you watch a video and you think, oh, they've made that, in, they made that whole dresser or whatever in two days. Yeah. But the actual video has taken about two weeks to make. But you think, you know, a 15-minute video, oh, they've made it in two days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You need an editor. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's uh, that's basically my week, I guess.
0: Okay. Have you got much more to do with this cabinet than this uh, x calf cabinet?
3: Yeah, I'm going to put all the pieces together. I have uh, I have all the rest of the stuff ready, so I think it won't take that long. But I guess the painting, like priming the MDF and yeah. then painting it, will be a couple of days. Yeah. So, Is the spray
0: gun coming out?
3: I think so, but it's my wife's, so yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to paint it. No, but I'm treading <laughs> softly here because if I say, can I use the spray gun? It seems like I bought it for myself.
1: <laughs> so you need <laughs> to let her paint it then. Yeah, I can do <laughs> that.
3: <laughs>
0: Was she happy with your uh, comments from last week's podcast?
3: Yeah. I made her listen to that part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think you were very romantic. It was very nice what you said. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Good man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what about you guys? What's what, what have you been up to? Go on, Andy.
1: Yeah, for me, it's still a bit the same as the last two weeks. I'm still extending the workshop I would say i'm done by today i would say uh so i did a lot of painting i got my my color palette and i i went to the store i didn't order it online so i went to the store (laughs) i got the like three colors out of the out of the five uh painted the walls i think it was on the weekend and uh painted the beam in in the middle of the room one side is red the one with the power tools and the other one is dark blue. And I just quickly before the podcast, I actually quickly hung up a woodpecker tool uh, to see how it looks uh, or the ruler to see how it looks on the blue background. And I think that's going to be the, <laughs> the woodpecker tool wall will be on the beam that separates the, the two halves of the workshop. That's can the you, you, can
3: you use can you use the, like the beam like a, like a backdrop?
1: yeah for the for 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 filming you mean yeah yeah i (laughs) then i I was thinking about that to, to use that then as a as a backdrop but then i just need to work on the opposite side of the table which i think is fine the only disadvantage will be that the logo that i put into into the workbench with with epoxy is the opposite way around. So, but oh, okay. I don't think if that is a if that is a, <laughs> if that is a no or a, if that is a blocker. But I think it's it's going to be fine to film from that direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also cleaned up a lot. I mounted the casters on the workbench, so I'm finally able to move that massive workbench around with the with the casters. That that felt really good to get some space. And it's like, yeah, it, it's so much nicer to be actually to to walk around in the in the workshop Uh, and beside beside a lot of like uh as i said painting and 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 just doing uh more the rough stuff i i did a very quick uh scrap wood shelf because that was one of the issues i had in my old workshop whenever i did a project i just started up uh piling all the, the 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 cutoffs and the scrap on top of my planer and that like ended up in like a very huge pile and whenever i started planing something every, like everything fell down <laughs> <laughs> so and i haven't really had a space before so now i thought i just quickly built this this shelf out of the leftover mdfs i had for that i used for the walls and i hung that up over my over my uh wood racks or, or the, the 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 shelves that I built for for my, my or my lumber storage, which, as I said at the beginning, is something that the community helped me a lot because I was I was asking in there about uh, if, if someone has any uh, suggestion for a like a ready-made uh, shelf for that that can ha- that can hold a lot of weight for for all the rough lumber I have, and then I got a lot of people uh, suggesting me. Uh, like alpha shelves which are very popular here in sweden so it's basically like some tracks that you screw into the wall and then you have whatever those pieces are called consoles Uh, maybe yeah it's called console in swedish but it's not really the english word (laughs) not sure Uh, (laughs) brackets yeah yeah anyways like the the things that would hold the shelf if you put on we put on a shelf right okay yeah So, so you hook them into those into those metal racks but I didn't put in any shelves, so I just used those, those whatever it's called, consoles or or, uh, or shelf uh, racks to to actually hold the lumber, and that that worked out very good. So I hope that holds all the weight of the lumber, uh, and uh, that gave me a good solution. Now, now I have a solution for the for the lumber storage, but also for the scrap wood, which feels very good, which I which I haven't had before. Uh, and beside that, I actually started designing a new project. I want to build a bed for our uh, youngest daughter. Cool. I ordered a slat slate, what's it called the bed, the bed slat, slats. Slats I think it's called. Yeah. Like the, the the inner parts or like the wooden beams that go across. I I I ordered that and I will build a a frame and then have some kind of a decorative outer part at the most probably Will like resemble clouds, uh, or like going up on the side, and on the on the head and the feet uh, a bit higher. And then uh, I think I'm gonna use the CNC uh, and cut out some stars and moons and and her name. Cool. And what material are you using for that? <sighs> I don't know yet. Maybe that's something you guys can help me with or <laughs> give some suggestion. I mean, it's gonna be painted, so my wife won't uh, wants to paint it, so it will not be uh exposed. Okay. So yeah, I mean, first I was thinking about MDF, but what what would you say, Pierre? Well, the only
3: the only downside with M- MDF is when you like if you hit it on the edge or something, it looks kind of nasty. Hmm. But I guess I guess there are aren't there like MDF sheets with like a with like a top layer of like um Something else that is more durable.
1: Mm, I don't know. The the why? Yeah, I was thinking about MDF. But what I see as a problem with MDF is that the sheets are not as long as the bed is, right? Yeah, that's true. I need at least two meter length uh, because it's going to be a a large bed, and I think it's going to look super ugly when you see the seam. And I don't think you can make it disappear with anything. So you will see that seam.
3: Yeah. But aren't they long enough? Aren't they 2.4 meters?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I I need to have a a look as soon as I have the final dimensions.
0: Yeah, in England, they're 2.24 meters long.
1: Okay, because I think the one I ordered were always like 1.5 by 1.5, so square.
3: No, uh,
1: let me have a quick check. Fact
3: check. But yeah, yeah
1: it's it's still the problem what you mentioned, Pierre. That the, as soon as you hit the edge, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. look. Are uh, oh, they
3: 2.4 meters long? So, you, so you're good on the fun. length. No.
1: Yeah. So I need to do some research, or if I if I get some pine or whatever and build actual like glue them together to get boards for for the side, and then and then paint those. Yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, maybe you can ask Calexico for advice on the on what
1: to use, as well. Yes, it's a good idea, but it's just I'm feeling it's going to get very expensive. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how how big a how big a sheet of Velcro mat can you get?
1: Uh, I think they're the same size. But, but I just said it's getting expensive, and now you're talking <laughs> about Velcro mat. <laughs> well, Save they have- on
0: paint. Save on paint.
1: Uh, but it's not, I don't think it's so nice as when you paint it. the, the welcome yeah. mat, Because you have this like grain pattern in it, right? Yeah.
3: They also have this uh, melamine uh, uh, MDF with melamine on top, but they're only, no, they could. Uh, 2.6 meters.
1: What's the price of one of those sheets?
3: 2.6 meters, 19 mil MDF.
1: Wait, that's way too thick. Is do, do they have thinner?
3: Yeah, yeah, 16, 12.
1: No, even less, I think, because it's only, this wall is not bearing anything. It's just a decorative wall around.
3: So they have a 6 mil and 10 mil. How much is the 6 one? The 6 one is 830 Swedish kronor.
1: For one. And how wide is it?
3: Two meters wide and 2.6 meters long.
1: Oh, okay. So that would actually last at least for two sides.
3: Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure how easy it is to paint. Hmm. How much is that in English money?
1: That would be pounds, uh,
3: 70,
0: pounds. 70
1: pounds. Okay. Yeah. So I need to do some research on yeah. on what I want to use for <laughs> for the for the bed. But that's that's a project that I that I started planning in in fusion. Uh, and I think at one point I'm also gonna pick up the wardrobe built that I have. The wood I just need to mill it down. So where are you at with the the bandsaw? The bandsaw is somewhere in transit. Uh, I haven't heard anything from the company that I ordered in in the in the Czech Republic, and I got a bit worried after a while since they I got an email where they said like yeah it's it's shipped and at one, and I should get like a notification from the from the carrier when when they picked it up, and I haven't heard anything. And yesterday I think I wrote to the company saying like yeah I would like to know what's what's going on, and then. They wrote back quite fast saying, yeah, here uh, you should have this tracking link. And, uh, and then I checked and uh, actually this morning it arrived in Gothenburg. Oh, and, oh uh, okay. I think according to the tracking. It it's outside
0: Pierre's by... house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you rerouted it? <laughs> I you say that I moved? <laughs> it suddenly disappeared on the way to Stockholm. <laughs> it's actually very dangerous to announce this stuff on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but uh, according to plan, it should be here by Thursday, I think. All right. And you've got your dust extractor? Eh? Yeah, I got that, but still no pipes. But actually, an interesting thing happened. Uh, that was, I think it was last week. Uh, when I was working, I got a phone call, uh, picked it up, and he said, Oh, yeah, he, he's that guy from, from Felder, uh, the, the German. Uh, company who is manufacturing tools uh, like woodworking tools or like also professional woodworking tools and i said yeah hi and he said yeah you you requested a quote for a tool and then i said uh yeah right i, I think it was a bandsaw so, right and he said i don't know uh <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, let's just forget that because i, I have a bandsaw so, or i ordered a bandsaw so. but i have a question about your your uh uh pipes like does the Uh, like duct uh, ducting for for um for the shop and then we talked about the about the pipes and stuff and he said yeah can i come by your shop because we offer like free uh like free service where we come by where we're going to measure everything where we're going to tell you exactly what you need uh, like what dimension where you need to put blast gates where you need to put your machines that do you have the optimal setup i said uh yeah but i'm not sure <laughs> since I, I just bought a dust extractor and i bought a band so not from felder he said yeah yeah no worries i mean we uh, that doesn't mean that you will not buy a tool later on <laughs> <laughs> i said i said yeah i mean you you're you're more than welcome to to come by and and uh and look at the workshop and and tell me what's what's best so yeah he he will come by on Thursday as well and uh, and have a look and uh I guess, quote me some super expensive (laughs) Feldepartes. But yeah, that was uh, like some exciting stuff uh, ongoing. And what about you, Steve? You had some very emotional moments last week, right?
0: Yes, I did, yeah. It was a very uh, different week for me, really, yeah. So like I discussed before, um, my eldest son, Richard, He got married on Friday, the 13th of August, and so he lives in Nottingham. So he went down to Nottingham on the Thursday, and I didn't come back home until the Sunday. And um, I discussed before about uh, making the uh, memory box that I was going to set on fire. And um, it still drove me to distraction until the very end, this box. Um, so I'd, I showed you guys a video of the box, uh, when I'd cut the lid off and done some sanding and you saw the inlays on the top and inside and you're, you're very nice with your comments and, uh, I still had to put some hinges on it and I went out and I, in the end, I counted up by about 10 sets of hinges <laughs> <laughs> from different places and, um, the set i used in the end were were okay but not great but they were they were the best of the of the 10 sets that i bought and um i put the finish on uh of course i used rubio Monocote on that and it came, it, came, it came up really nice um but we had to leave on thursday at 12 noon and I finished the box at quarter to twelve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it it smelled perfectly like uh, like linseed oil for the hallway and also when yeah. You, when you I put the I away. put
0: the ruby on the night before, but then I had to okay. give it a final polish and make sure everything was all right. And I actually because uh, I I went out on Thursday morning and I bought the tenth set of hinges on the Thursday morning <laughs> that I used on the lid. And so I was cursing and you know not very nice to be around. Anyway, I put the hinges on that, give it a dust, brought it in the house. Then I had to go and get washed, changed, packed, wrapped the box to go to the wedding. And so I forgot to take any photos of the finished box. But I'll get (laughs) Richard to send me some photos. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he'll send me some photos. So um, we went to the wedding, and it was utterly fantastic, yeah. Um, He looked such a handsome, grown-up man. And she was an absolutely beautiful bride. It was unbelievable. And I was such a proud father. that I thought my heart was just going to burst out my coat, really. It was so, so gorgeous, the whole thing. And um, it was only a small wedding. There was only 24 people there. That was including the bride and groom.
2: Mm.
0: He had planned for a bigger wedding with about 100 people there. But because of COVID, that got cancelled several times. And with all the uncertainty around weddings and how many people you could have there. Because at one point you could only have eight mm. and then sixteen. Mm. So in the end they just decided, look, the most important thing is that we're married. Mm. And we'll just invite the people that's closest to us to be there. So on the actual day when they got married, they could have had as many people as they wanted, but there was only 24. We used to had one big table and it was so intimate. I got to see people I haven't seen for years. And they were all Richard and Holly's friends, with a few family members. So you didn't have to invite your auntie Mary that you haven't seen for like fifteen years, and her husband who you don't really like. They were just their friends who they loved, hmm. and a few relatives who they loved, and it was such a great thing. I think
1: that's and perfect. And they planned,
0: yeah, it was really good. And they'd said before, um, after the the small s- service and reception, everything in a few months' time, we'll have a big party. But talking to them the other day, they said, it was so perfect. There's no point in having a big party because you can't beat what happened there. Yeah. So it was very good, yeah. And I made a nice speech. And and singing. Yeah, singing, dancing, uh, far too much drinking. So it was really, really good. And uh, I gave them the the gift on the day after the wedding because it was such a hectic day. And
1: uh, I explained. They were like, oh that, no, Dad, it doesn't look good. We were it's expecting a, so much more. It's a, like, pile what is of, this?
0: <laughs> it's a pile of poo, yeah. So um, I gave them the gift and I explained that, you know, I wasn't very happy about it. And I, I, would, I said, I'll make you another one. That was why I said, I'll make you another one. Anyway, they said, I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, they opened it the next day and they said it was, it was perfect. I said, well, it's not perfect. They said, it doesn't matter, uh, Dad, you know, you've made it, and it's a box for memories. Mm. And Holly, the bride, said, not all memories are perfect, are they? (laughs)
3: Which
0: is true.
1: (laughs) That's a bit mean for for this box, right? No, no. So she said,
0: no, no, not all memories are perfect, and sometimes the the memories that you've got that aren't perfect are some of the best ones where things have happened by accident or things didn't work out how you quite thought they would but they worked out in the end better mm-hmm. so she's in love with it so there we go so phew thank god for that
1: perfect see and we told you that both, um, both yes yeah, i know Pierre yeah me yeah steve. but yeah. You, you
0: weren't gonna say to me steve that's a load of rubbish said get the matches to it now are you
1: we would have said that if that was the case, <laughs> but it wasn't the case.
0: So, um, so yeah, it was a, a totally fantastic time. And um, since we got back, I've been a bit tired because there's far too much drinking. Uh, you know, at my age, three days of solid boozing is know. And I mean, these lads can drink some serious beer. <laughs> so um, it was, uh, yeah, it was just so good, yeah, and. Um, as part of my speech, I talked about how uh, I remember, Richard is my eldest son, he's 36. And I remember him as a young child, like three, four years old. He would, he would wake up at five o'clock every morning and I would get up um, with him, come downstairs, now pajamas, make a little bit of breakfast and sit and watch cartoons on the TV. And here we are, in a blink of an eye, he's 36 and he's been married. So I know you guys have got young kids and lots of our listeners have young kids and you've got to make the most of every moment with them because it goes by too quick. And when I was thinking about what I was saying, I was there on the sofa with him watching all these cartoons that we used to watch all those years ago. And it was like I was back there but as I say, time flies by so quickly. I'm an old man now, and he's, he's a man. And you can't get that time back. Time is one thing you can't buy. Yes. We've only got an, a, a certain amount of it, and we've got to make the most of it. So that was a big thing for me and that thing. So, yeah, it was very, very good.
3: It's just that they are so annoying when they're small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the parents, Pierre.
0: Yeah, my kids went naughty.
3: <laughs> no, mine aren't either. But I, I said to my wife this summer. I, I said if if one of our, our friends came over and was being as much of a douche as our children yes. are yeah. to us, we would throw them out. Be like, can I have a glass of water? What what's what's that food you're making, Daddy? I don't like that food. Why are you <laughs> making it? Why why are you making me eat that? Yeah. Uh, it's just. Harassing, harassing me. Well, wait until you're
0: old man, you'll be thinking, I wish they could harass me now, Pierre. Yeah. Ah, (laughs) When you're sat in your Swedish rocking chair with your beard down to your knees, you'll be going, I wish these kids could harass me now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. I'm just having a go. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: um, with regards to uh, woodworking, I haven't done that much really. Uh, Today... I did uh, mention before, because uh, Andy's getting his supersized sized workshop. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I <never> wish, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like a warehouse of a workshop. <laughs> uh, and um, I mentioned before that I would like a little bit more room in mine, but, but there's, there's garden tools, lawnmowers, and all strimmers, and God knows what in the wind, a couple of bikes. I'd like rid of those out the workshop. It would give me another wall that I could put stuff on and also give me more room to move around. Um, Because I don't know about you guys, in a small workshop, you get your tools out and you're moving from A to B and you're always tripping over things. I trip over cables, hoover pipes, all sorts of things all the time. And one of these days I'm going to smash my head off the workbench or the saw or whatever. So a little bit more room, not greedy, but a little bit more room would be good. So uh, today I looked at some uh, sheds for the garden. So I looked at uh, some timber to buy to make my own shed. And I looked at the price of a shed that's ready-made that you just put together. And I'm going to go for the ready-made shed that, well, it's not actually a shed, it's a log cabin.
3: Cool. And they aren't that expensive, are they?
0: Uh, it's about a thousand pounds.
1: You cannot beat huh. that by doing it yourself.
0: No. And it's, it's 19, it's made of uh, spruce. It's 19 millimeters wide. Logs that you you that you cut. They all got grooves, and you just cut them, put them together on the on the corners and everything. Shingle roof uh, looks
1: really good. How many square meters?
0: Um, I, th- I do you know, I'm not too sure, but it's about uh, eight by te- eight feet by ten
2: feet.
1: W- what is that in metric? <laughs>
2: I just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll bring up a little calculator and work it out, shall we? Um,
3: Eight feet is 2.5 meters.
0: All right, okay. Well, there we go then,
3: 2.5 meters. So that would be around seven, seven and a half square meters.
0: But That's it looks 7.4. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a nice thing, you know what I mean? Because I, I already have a log cabin in the garden that I built before, which we use as a, like a summer house, and we sleep over in there, and it's really nice. It's all insulated and everything, whereas this wouldn't be. But so it'll complement it nicely. So rather than just some sort of ugly, cheap shed, so I could buy a cheap shed, which was made of very thin wood, and that was four hundred pounds or four fifty, and it you know it wouldn't last very long, and it would be a bit, it would look horrible. So Mm. so tomorrow I'm going to go outside in the garden and measure everything up, and then it'll come in within fourteen days. It said so. Okay.
1: Do you need a permission in the UK if you want to build?
0: Something? Um, not for not just for a, not for a garden shed. No,
1: no, no,
0: not for that size. So, um, and I've already got a log store which I, which is too big for the house. So I, I would cut that in half and put it down one side of the shed. So that would fit in well with that. So that exciting! I and
1: how much? How much? additional square meter will that give you in the in the garage
0: Uh, well that's that's hard to describe really it it,
1: it will give me what it will give me is one whole wall
0: that i can put tools on or cupboards on or store some lumber on and i can build a workbench a fixed workbench along there where i can put my bandsaw and my router table underneath because they're in the middle of the workshop at the moment i've got to walk i've got to keep moving around them and walking around them so that'll be much better So that was my uh, thing for today. So whilst I was at the pub, as I mentioned to Andy and Pierre earlier, I've been to the pub, ladies and gentlemen, at three o'clock in the afternoon, UK time, for a couple of drinks. And uh, whilst we were there, we discussed the shed and uh, came to an agreement to uh, purchase this one. So that was good. Cool. Um, The other interesting thing was whilst I was at the wedding, um, there was obviously the bride and groom and... 22 other people there. And a few of the people there listened to the podcast already. I convert, I got us a few more listeners whilst I was there. And um, one guy said, uh, oh, I like your podcast, Steve. It's very good. He said, uh, I love the voice on that foreign guy. He said, it's such a lovely voice. So I said, uh, which one is it, Andy or Pierre? He said, it's uh, Andy's voice. Wow. He's got a very nice, <laughs> sexy voice. I said uh, you haven't listened to the latest episode with Pierre's sexy voice. I think, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, then they do. Uh, the English people do like the foreign voice, foreign accents.
1: So of both Me, of you, you mean voice. the bad English? Is that what? what
0: no, no, they no, mean? no. They, they, they actually said, "I can't." They can't believe how good your English is. Your English is. You're both of you. Your English is fantastic. So, they're very impressed.
1: Yeah, my wife was asking me why Pierre's English is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> According to her, it is, and she lived like seven years in the UK and one year in the US, so she's she like fully, fully fluent, and she thought that you have a very good English. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm very impressed with your guys' English. You t- I, I had to practice all afternoon to say "good evening," so there you go.
1: Yeah, but I mean, for <laughs> me, I work. I work in English for for uh, six years now, and I think I, when I came to Sweden initially, my my English wasn't. I mean, of course, I was able to communicate, uh, but it wasn't wasn't as good as now. And then I, I I improved so much over over the last six years. But I still think, I mean, I'm missing quite some words to have like a. A super exciting conversation. I think sometimes I feel like I'm using a very really limited amount of of words when 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 I talk. Yeah, no. that's
3: that's the same case with me. I I have a I'm struggling to find the words. I and I think I know the words, so I I'm trying to find them, but I can't find them. So I have to go around it to to explain it some other way. And, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I would just say to you, cursive and dressmaker are words you've used that are, you know. Not many English people would use those sort of cursive words or dressmaker. You did very, mm. you're fantastic.
1: Cool, but that's, I think we can be very happy to get that feedback that, uh, yeah. that, yeah. that, that <laughs> no, our that is good.
0: <laughs> keep, keep going, Steve. <laughs> yeah, what else is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other interesting thing I heard this week, which I thought I would mention, since uh, we all love IKEA, I don't know whether it's big news in Sweden, but IKEA, they're famous for their candles, aren't they, selling candles? They have brought out a new scented candle. What's the, what's the scent? I, well, I'm going to ask you now, what, what, what do you think the new scent of their candle is? Meatballs. <laughs> Pine.
1: meatball, Swedish meatball wow. scented candle. <laughs> What, meatballs that are scented like candles or candles that are scented like...
0: Candles that smell of Swedish IKEA meatballs.
1: Really? Yes. It was big news in the UK. I haven't heard of that. No, well,
2: (laughs) me neither.
0: So I don't know which room in the house you're supposed to put this scented meatball candle. I don't
3: think you want it in your bedroom. (laughs) Uh, hmm. so when you have guests over they're like oh did you make meatballs no (laughs) (laughs) yeah just uh, maybe in the the
1: toilet would be a good space for yeah i thought we could eat porridge but i have
3: a meatball scented candle (laughs) (laughs) so Um,
0: yeah so guess what you get for christmas (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm curious. I mean, I, I would really like to smell one of those candles to see like well you how, get yourself... how Swedish meatballs smell. <laughs> 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 Do
0: you think the wax is uh, like a creamy or white wax or something like a murky brown?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, wait, IKEA meatball candle. Or... Yeah, it might be nice in the workshop. Wouldn't you get hungry though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, Pierre, you know how the candle is called. No, would <laughs> roll. Ah,
3: this is so weird. But I can't see it on the on the Swedish IKEA website. Otherwise, I would order you one directly. <laughs> and send it your way. Yeah, listen to it on the uh, the radio. This week.
0: Hmm.
1: I think it's going to be a different. It's, it's going to be a limited edition. I'm not even sure you can just easily oh. buy it.
0: Oh, a limited edition.
1: Uh, as a part of the anniversary celebration, IKEA family members will receive special deals and product offers between Friday, August 6th and Sunday, August 22. And IKEA family members can also enter a sweepstake for a chance to win their own IKEA store in the box. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but, well, uh, interesting.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> so the word means like, um, uh, what's it called? The the main person of a movie, the yeah, the, the main, main actor, star. Yeah, the
0: or, yeah. lead actor, star.
3: Lead, yeah, lead
0: actor. Yeah. oh so the the, the candle's called the lead actor, the yeah. meatball candle.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, there you go. Do you think it's got that little creaminess and the lingonberry sauce on this candle as well? <laughs>
1: they have maybe an additional one for, for. <laughs>
0: <The> christmas
1: <laughs> speaking of that what i heard i think like over a year back i was i was listening to a uh, lou later uh, podcast i don't know if you know him the guy who is doing unboxing of everything yeah right and i think if i remember correct he was unboxing a big mac candle set where there are four candles in it and all the candles smell about. Like one candle smells like the bread, one candle smells like the meat, one candle smells like the onion, and and I think one candle smells like the sauce. And then you can light them all together, and then <gasps> like the flavor of a big <laughs> meal.
3: It's just like we're out of I- humanity is out of
1: ideas now. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> Let's just make candles that smell of anything. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> no, but I like the wood ones—the ones that are like smelling like pine or something. That or yes. like forest. That that yeah. for me as a woodworker feels like that's yeah. the smell I want to smell in a candle.
0: Have you got any moose flavored candles in Sweden?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess there are, but uh...
0: the Germans yeah, like keep it was, buying like, them, right? Yeah, it's like us <laughs> it having a fish and chip flavored candle, isn't it? You wouldn't like that no
1: <laughs> just the fryer, fryer yeah. <laughs> it's hot fat
3: <laughs> isn't there some kind of dish where you kind of eat a, like a British dish where you eat the, like the balls of some animal uh, oh I don't know about
0: balls <laughs> Um. The, fr- the French the French eat testicles don't they I, I guess they do, yeah Appar- well, well, my sister-in-law is almost French And my mother-in-law lives in France And apparently, every good French housewife Has a set of balls in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, uh, good, good yeah. <laughs> What
0: is haggis? What is haggis? Haggis is uh, sheep's intestines uh, Wrapped I- in their lungs <laughs> That sounds like a great candle <laughs> in a pig's stomach. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I do like haggis. It's very nice. I've come to it late in life, but it's very tasty.
1: But is that something you, you eat more in a restaurant or that's something you would do at home? Like,
0: you, Well, you, you only tend to eat it on um, Burns Night in January. hmm Uh, with uh, mashed potato and turnips and some nice gravy. And that's the only time you really eat it. Okay. Yeah. Some posh restaurants will do haggis different ways, but, yeah, that's what you normally have.
1: We know when we are not going to visit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Haggis, neeps, and tatties, yeah.
3: Okay. Maybe like. uh, Maybe that ahead. can be the podcast, uh, like the title for the podcast: uh, Haggis scented candles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, it, it is quite nice haggis. Honestly, it's an acquired taste, but it's very nice. It's like black pudding. Do you have, you'd have black pudding in Sweden?
3: That's uh, uh, p-
0: pigs, dried pigs' blood and fat.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, we just call it blood pudding. All right, okay. Yeah, that's nice. I like black pudding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone from a woodworking podcast. Welcome to the three northern cooking makers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I, I just, I wanted to go back to the wedding because I have the question okay. that, that bugged me because it was on a Friday the 13th. Yes. And I just wanted to know, was that on purpose? And is that also like a negative date in the UK? Like Friday yeah, the
0: thirteenth. Yeah, Friday the thirteenth is a very superstitious day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people always fear that something terrible will happen on exactly. Friday the thirteenth, yeah. Um but um not many people get married on a Friday. Mm. And even less people get married on Friday the thirteenth. So you get a very good deal on a hotel and a reception. <laughs> 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 and uh Coming, just coming out of COVID and lockdown, they got a, they got a really good deal on Friday the thirteenth,
1: and you know it's just another day. So,
0: yeah, but it is a very superstitious day, but yeah. it wasn't for us. So,
1: you haven't seen any black cats, or I didn't see any
0: black cats. No, no, no. <laughs> and um, one of the cool things about the wedding was we got the the ceremony took place in Nottingham Town Hall, which is right in the middle of the city centre. And the hotel was like about eight minutes walk back. So, as a wedding party, we all walked through Nottingham City Centre, up these little narrow lanes where there were people in cafes outside, and they all applauded the wedding party as we went past, <laughs> which was and cheered as as we walked back to the hotel. And even a uh, a tramp who was down and out was there. he stood up and applauded and said oh good luck to both of you and all this sort of stuff it was really cool so
1: that was a good thing cool yeah Yeah. very nice so yeah let's let's don't uh, put the friday the 13th or too much emphasis on that
0: no 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 it's just a superstition have have the swedes got a superstition
1: yeah i mean i think it's a friday or like friday 13th is the same here as well it's
3: yeah yeah we have a uh, we have this uh, old superstition thing where people tell you not to put the keys on the table, right? Really? Uh, yeah. What what happens? Uh, I I'm not sure what's going to happen. It just means bad luck, I guess. Like all the all the stuff. But uh, I had a boss once who who told me that actually back in the days it was a way for prostitutes to leave their keys on the table and that would show that they were prostitutes right and when you you can't tell your kids don't put the keys on the table so you just <laughs> yeah. tell them don't do that it means be bad luck yeah yeah <laughs> i'm not sure if it's true what he said but that's what he said
0: i suppose then the man would go and pick their prostitutes keys up and go and pay a visit yeah i think so yeah yeah, we yeah. have one about new shoes. You should never put new shoes on a table. Because but Why would you, though? <laughs> well, you've talked about the box. You might put them on the table while, you know, you put the box in the bin, but you never put your shoes on the kitchen table.
3: Okay. It's
0: I think I would,
1: never, I would never do that, even if I've never heard about it. I think <laughs> shoes, it just doesn't fit with a table, even if they're new. They're like...
0: Well, you know, you come home from the shops, you put your bags on the table, you take the shoes out, look at these nice shoes. Then, put them on the table, put the box in the bin. <laughs> oh. Bad luck. <laughs> so. Well, that was an interesting uh, rabbit hole we fell down, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but a good one because especially I think the wedding part it really reminded me about my own wedding. Well, yeah the one with my wife not my own so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you said about like you were only 25 or 24 yeah. People or something. yeah so we we also had like a super small wedding uh like below 50 i think we were 48 or something and we on purpose we got married very far up north in sweden right because we we really like because you were outlaws or something. <laughs> no but we we love winter and we wanted to have a proper winter wedding and we only invited like really close friends and that was super intimate like everyone there spent almost a week there in like a small resort and that was that was super nice and definitely something like no one will ever forget also the guests were like super super happy that we did that and that they came that really far distance to to be with us
0: yeah yeah. And I've had loads of messages from people I met at the wedding. I knew I knew sort of half the people there. Some of them I hadn't seen for 10 years, but other people I have not, of Richard's friends I've not met, but now I've met them. They've sent me loads of messages. They're really uh, happy about the the, uh, the woodworking stuff that I've done because a lot of them have followed me on Instagram, but I've never really met them, but they were, you know, really kind with the comments about stuff and asking about desk shelves and this, that, and the other. So, yeah. So it was very
2: nice.
1: <laughs> so it was a good sales event. <laughs> yeah, the
0: sales convention, not a wedding.
1: <laughs> How much have you sold? <laughs> so no, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. And just, I, I was thinking about that before the podcast when I was doing the dishes. I was thinking about what to talk. And, I, and, and like, we we always talk about sponsors and about like, or like Calexico in this case, we talk about these type of things. And then I was uh, and then I was thinking, I think the real sponsors of the podcast and what we're doing and also what we did yesterday are our wives. Yes. Because they're the ones like dealing with the kids or making sure that everything is running while, while we are taking the time to record podcasts, to have the session yesterday. And I think that's something... That you cannot—it's not. There's no no value in in money. This is just like an amazing thing that they let us do this. So I think we, yeah, I wanted to take this minute to just thank our wives that we have the chance to to actually do this and and record on a weekly basis and and spend quite some time with each other and with our listeners to to do this and and go this amazing journey.
2: Well said.
3: Yeah, uh, couldn't t- yeah,
1: have said that better myself
2: yeah
0: you could have tried Pierre. yeah Yeah, but i (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you had your
1: romantic moment lost yeah you were
0: romantic last week but no it is i mean you know we spend several hours doing this thing together and we were at it last night for two hours weren't we Uh, or two hours more than two hours because we have a little preamble before we start recording and then a little bit afterwards and then there's the messages during the week and things like that and it does feel sometimes being quite selfish to do this but at the same time um Sally is very happy that I'm doing this sort of thing and she sees that I'm you know being creative she likes to see me being creative she sees a different side to me when I'm that way and she's she says, since I started woodworking again and built built my workshop again and then started this again, there's a new spark and a new lease of life about me. And she's more than happy for that. Although yeah. she wouldn't let me do this, you know, seven days
1: a week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to say we should do it. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of truth
3: in what you said because if you – if you get to do what you love uh, during parts of the week, you'll be a better husband. Yes. Uh, at this, it's the same with the the kids. Really, if you if you get uh, a bit of time off, uh, you you're going to be a better father father than you mm. if you're just spending all the time with them. Yeah, and
0: we're all individuals. We've all got our own uh, needs and pursuits and hobbies, and if for whatever reason you know your wives have got their own interests and hobbies and pursuits and we all need to pursue them ourselves we can't be together 24/7 and do the same thing with each other all the time because
2: that doesn't work right yeah exactly so. and you must buy your wife a spray paint
1: <laughs> you must do or a that. set
0: of pans or an iron for Christmas and birthdays. <laughs> <What a shape laughs> Although you did do a romantic thing with your messages and stuff, but yeah, and your memories, that was really good.
3: Yeah. And I, I, a little bit of context as well is that my wife is actually kind of a maker as well. Yes. Uh, so she's into the, the silver crafts, and she, she likes carpentry as well. So, Yeah. Does
0: she like your carpentry?
3: <laughs> let's not talk about that today <laughs> uh, she yeah. doesn't like dark woods so whenever yep. i get a p- piece of walnut home walnut, she's yeah. like nah. she's like why
1: it's firewood you can paint it yeah. Probably.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, uh, that's the thing i sort of picked up in the community that we developed is that you know a lot of the people uh and some of the guys we spoke to last week after the podcast, they're, they're young men with young families working five days a week or whatever, looking
2: after kids, having a wife, and trying to pursue a hobby as well as. And that's not easy. And it's not a, not, not a cheap hobby, woodwork, is it? You've got to buy tools and wood,
0: you know, and if, you know, that's money you would spend on your family that you're now spending on yourself or whatever
2: which is another added thing isn't it
1: yeah yes yeah
2: so we're very lucky
1: yeah definitely and i think as i said those are the real sponsors of the yes they are
2: yeah (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: cool maybe we should maybe we should just move directly into our last segment about the the obsessions that we had uh, this week uh, maybe you pierre you can you can start with with your obsession
3: yeah i can start but i i really don't have one but um <laughs> <laughs> i will start off anyway well i'm looking at my youtube now and the thing i watched recently was actually welcome to the wood shop have you seen that with uh, chris salamone and four
1: yes furniture. yes
0: yeah yeah He's just started that channel, hasn't he? Oh,
1: I that Yeah, is that, yeah I, I started watching. I didn't know that that's the name of their new of their new channel.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a, a separate channel, and they they just show a bunch of behind the scenes from what they're actually doing, and it's uh it's really relaxing to watch.
1: Uh, is it's like where, where you saw that you can clip the, the road wireless go onto your head. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to wear baseball caps from now on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, because he said, he, said he, he can be his real self in that video, yeah. that yeah. format. Whereas when he does his uh, designs and makes a, makes a dress or whatever, he, he becomes a different person
3: yeah and he was talking about that on their podcast as well and uh, he was a bit frustrated that his personality wasn't really showing in their the the usual videos they make yeah mm. And this Which was I think is,
1: is 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 bad or wrong because I think no one should play another character just because they're doing YouTube videos. Or at least no. that's how I feel. Because I yeah. would like to see how they how they really are. And I was always under the impression that's how he is. But now he said, like, yeah, he's a completely or he's a different person when, when he's recording. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although I found when you turn the camera on yourself, you do I talk differently. I I do behave a little bit differently when I turn the camera on and talk to it.
3: Do you? Yeah. I do as well, but I'm kind of influenced by the the American way because they they are so extremely energized, and I am not like I'm this calm introverted Swede, and and they are they have so much energy, and uh, I don't have that. So in the beginning, I thought I have to have to be like that, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: What's uh, up? yeah <laughs> welcome to the channel i'm going to do this uh,
1: <laughs> yeah ex- exactly the same for me but i think we don't have to because we are not them and then no. it's just then it's just not us then it's just not real if we're if we're starting no. to try no. to to do that
0: yeah and um with the podcast i think we we it's only episode seven but we are now more ourselves and more at ease in the podcast situation aren't we i think yeah we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're far more natural. We talk off each other. It's much more
2: easy, free flowing than it was in the beginning, but it was always going to be difficult to start with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your
0: obsession,
1: Pierre.
2: Yeah.
0: I like his friend, Sean Boyd. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He really Mm -hmm. is. I almost like him
1: better. (laughs) <laughs> if i can say that no need to rate them <laughs> i'll have no, to get some he's... of those
0: crazy crazy glasses uh chris salamone wears if we want to do my youtube video <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's that they're his sponsors right so he's, he's yeah there. they're his
0: sponsors yeah yeah <laughs> so um Shall I do my obsession?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, mine's very easy. So obviously this week was all about family, love, and happiness. So that's what I've been obsessed with this week, really. And just um, making me think about life and enjoying life as much as you possibly can. So that was my simple obsession this week.
1: Perfect. We should have um, end, ended the podcast with that sentence.
0: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm still interested in leather making, though,
3: Pierre. Uh, yeah. Did you watch any more videos on? I watched. On
0: uh, yeah, I watched a few more. Watched Banjo workshop. He made a, uh, a, a case for his iPhone. Yeah. And I watched a few. Yeah, I watched a few more. So. I I need to work out where to get one of these little uh, prong things for the put your hammer through for the so you can stitch it and stuff.
3: Yeah. A cheap way is just using a fork, actually.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I am uh, both me and my wife are inspired to make something from leather. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool and we had this discussion in the community as well about like what do you need to get started with leather working yeah. yeah
0: so that that's my obsession anyway Good. so over to you andy
1: M- maybe maybe you can guess my obsession uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i was very obsessed with tormec yes <laughs> And that was also one of the topics that kind of started or sparked from the, from the community where we, where we talked about Tormek and, and everyone would like to have a Tormek to, to sharpen their tools. And I, because I went through my YouTube history now when we talked about obsession and I saw that I have watched so many sharpening videos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tormek, uh, I think was, was really uh, the obsession for this week where yeah watched oh. different videos.
3: Are you leaning towards getting one, or I, I he's going to
1: buy one, Pierre? <laughs> I told you guys I got a hefty fine yesterday from yeah. uh, from the whatever the name is called in in English, but from the
0: from the tax inland revenue. No, it's
1: it's not the taxes actually. What is that, Pierre? In English, um, it's it's the one where you send your bookkeeping books, but it's not about taxes. It's more about the. It's yeah because the tax office is a second office, so there, there are two right. offices. The tax yeah, I'm office. I'm not sure what and, and it's called. One. So it's more where all the companies are registered, and they sent me a hefty fine because I, uh, according to them, I forgot, <laughs> I, forgot I forgot, I forgot to submit my Gosh books for isn't. 2020, and I had a phone call with them today, uh, and my bookkeeping software says that it was uploaded in May, and they and they were were looking at it, and and she said, yeah, she cannot see anything. And I said, yeah, I cannot see anything now either. But I can see that I have proof here that it was uploaded. But of course, that is not a receipt, so there is no proof. And then I uploaded it together with her today as well. And she said, yeah, now I have received it. But yeah, uh, I need to pay the fine, anyways. She said I can, uh, on the, and I should overrule it. And she will send a, uh, or she will add a note to the case as well. And then they will, they will have a look and if i'm lucky i get the money back and that is exactly the money of a tormac right so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so no i will not buy one now but can you can you talk with this the software company that you used because it's kind of their fault right yeah but it could have been my fault because i see that it was uploaded but in the software it says i haven't signed it because in in mm. in sweden we sign everything digitally with a tool uh and it says it it wasn't signed. So maybe it disappeared after a while because it wasn't signed. But I talked to an accountant and he also said that it's not your fault because uh, Bollocks' record, they had a lot of technical issues this year. Mm. So yeah, whatever. Maybe I've forgotten to sign it. Maybe something went wrong in the process. Mm. I I just hope they give me back my money.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, let's get the money back.
1: So yeah, uh, a bit of frustrating situation yesterday. But... uh,
3: i had a I had a friend who did uh, study woodworking or find woodworking, and when I started buying tools hes he actually told me uh, the first thing to get is a Tormek t eight <laughs> So I have that note written down from from when he told me but <laughs> and and you
1: didn't follow him right his no advice, you didn't take because, his uh, advice But yeah, it looks so tempting. Especially since we have a lot of dull tools in the workshop. <laughs> um I've
0: got one more one more thing to add. So I had a busy week last week with wedding celebrations. This week I've got a busy week with birthday celebrations. It's my birthday on Friday.
1: Let's let's see if there is something in your mailbox on Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, to my birthday on Friday. I don't make a big thing out of birthdays, but my wife makes a big thing out of my birthday. So so
3: that'd be good. But will it be a three-day celebration as well?
0: Uh, no, Thursday and Friday. The
1: uh, day before the birthday?
0: Yeah, so the day before I was with our friends in the village. And then the Friday will be just me and her. So
2: hmm with uh, a nice dinner down the local pub so yeah that we can walk to cool exciting yeah
0: so it's all good stuff well that's all for this week hope you enjoyed it because we had a fun time making it please leave us a review like us and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on if you want to get in touch with the show you can email us at three at at gmail.com you can send in your questions and comments we'd
2: love to hear from you So once again, a big thank you. Cheers.